Claudia. How are you feeling today? Hi, Steph. I'm feeling great. Thank feeling you. And you? Feeling good. Today has been a good day, very productive day, and I'm very excited to continue on with our conversations um, regarding the founding of love. So we spoke a lot about um, a lot of different steps that got you towards here. So I'm very excited to learn uh, more on love, right, and the founding of it. And, you know, in our conversations, we, you know, last, I believe it was last episode, we spoke about how difficult it was to work at Life is Precious. So we spoke a lot about Life is Precious, that organization where you worked at, um, where a lot of Latinas came in, young Latinas came in and shared about their struggles and their suicidal ideations. And you shared how it was very difficult to hear those conversations. Um, and then you also mentioned how you were beginning at NYU and your degree and even um, the imposter syndrome. So I wanted to kind of tie in those both, both of those points together. And I wanted to go back into Life is Precious. And I want us to think, want you to think about how did Life, life is Precious shape your next steps into your career? Because now in this timeline, we're going into NYU, right? How did that shape your next steps? Thank you. Thank you, yeah. Steph. Um, I think that actually Life is Precious shaped my life. <laughs> yes, I think yeah. that I've always said that I feel that that experience kind of showed me what my purpose was mm -hmm. here in this world. And yeah, it shaped my career, my life, my mm -hmm. everything. And yes, yeah, so as you mentioned, and we talked about this, um, working at Life is Precious, I always say that it wasn't a job. It was... Um, yeah, the again the, the the role that showed me my my purpose and uh, and I didn't never now I don't refer it I don't refer to it as a job I think that as mentioned it was so hard to to hear those conversations right to have those conversations and hear those um, experiences but on the good side I feel that it led to do something really great right mm -hmm. so um, something really good happened out of that and that we are we're working very hard to to make sure that all young girls can mm -hmm. feel very hopeful about their life so yes to your question it shaped my my life and it definitely shaped the the next steps of my career so to your point um i was in my first semester at nyu mm -hmm. when I was working at Life is Precious and then I decided because it was really heavy, mm -hmm. you know, emotionally that I needed to concentrate in school. So I told the girls, um, I have to go to concentrate in school, but I will do something. So that mm -hmm. was, that was a transition. Um, what happened next? Uh, so I started at NYU in 2010, in September, 2010, I started the degree. Um, and it, after I left Life is Precious, it would take, I would say, almost a year to kind of really start thinking about, okay, I made a promise, mm -hmm. so how am I going to make this happen, right? So what happened after? I left uh, Life is Precious and I needed to find another job, right? So I've always worked part-time and go to school part-time. So I, I got a job at Big Brothers Big Sisters. Mm. And so talking about destiny and, you know, to how everything just kind of started to fall into place for me to learn about what I was going to do. Um, I started working for Big Brothers Big Sisters, one of the, if not the oldest mentoring 
organization in New York City. Um, and, that, and that's where I started learning about mentoring. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I, 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 worked, I worked for them for, I would say, a year mm -hmm. uh, or almost two years. And as I was, you know, doing my work there and looking at the, you know, how it works uh, in terms of mentoring and a mentor and a mentee, I started visualizing like, okay, maybe this is a good idea. Like, mm -hmm. you know, how I can do a mentorship program for, mm -hmm. for young women. But then it also gave me more specifics. Like uh, at Big Brothers Big Sisters, sometimes you pair young children with, adults and i knew that for me i wanted to work i was working with adolescents at life is precious so i wanted to find mentors that were close in age mm -hmm. and that they can relate and it was easy to to talk to mm -hmm. so i and, you know through that experience I, it was giving me more clear ideas mm -hmm. of how my you know the kind of mentoring program that i wanted to create mm -hmm. was going to look like so yeah, so I worked for Big Brothers Big Sisters for two years. I was going to NYU at the time, right? So both things were happening simultaneously. And then this idea started to get a little bit more and more clear. Mm. But a lot of work went into that. <laughs> a lot of work went into that, you know. Okay, so I remember very clearly, um, the first, first, first thing that I thought about was the name. Mm. You know what, I don't remember exactly. I think I, it was the fall of 2011. I think I mentioned to you that I started at NYU September 2010. Mm. So it was kind of like a year later, mm -hmm. right? And I was at Big Brothers Big Sisters. And I started to think about, okay, if I want to make this real, I got to give it a name. For me to be real, it had to have a name. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important because our name is so, you know, I don't know, unique, I mm -hmm. think, right? And I remember that it was an evening that I was in my apartment and I was thinking about, okay, I'm going to play with acronyms. Mm -hmm. And I still have the original paper, the, you know, the piece of paper where I wrote oh, the acronyms. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. As I was playing with different acronyms. So the only one that I can really remember aside from our acronym is um, SASSY, but I don't remember oh. the, you know, I was looking for each letter mm -hmm. represent something. <clears throat> and then I, I added love and... I, I can't tell you how, but I, you know, I just started playing with the letters and it was Latinas and then it ended up being Latinas on the verge of excellence. Mm -hmm. That was the, talking about the beginning of the organization, that was for me, that was the beginning, wow. right? Mm -hmm. So when I, when I came up with the acronym, acronym and I said, okay, Latinas on the verge of excellence, this is going to be the name of the organization. Yeah. Yes. And... And then from there, I thought, okay, so I need to create a more concrete plan to how am I going to start this? Yeah. 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 And one thing that I find very inspiring was although you left um, Life is Precious because it was difficult at the time, right, to juggle both things. And I can, I can imagine those conversations are very difficult. Uh, I love that you kept that promise, right? And that promise was realized, right? It came to pass through love and i i just really admire that Thank and um also i i really love hearing that you you know you were inspired by the big brother big sister organization and you took it the next step right and and you even put a name to your organization that you wanted to create mm -hmm. which 
I also think it makes it more real, right? Now you have a name, now you have a little bit, you have some goals, and now you have something to work on, which exactly. I think is super cool. Um, and then you mentioned that you were, you all, at this point, you were still in NYU. Yes. So now I wanted to know what role did NYU play in the launching of the Love Program? Huge one. <laughs> yes, huge, huge. So here's the thing. So talking about destiny, right? Mm -hmm. So. I left Life is Precious, I kept my promise, but it, that promise was like, you know, on, on standby. And then the universe just was throwing everything, right? So like putting, every, aligning everything to like, for me to get more clear. So Big Brothers was the big step, right? To learn about mentoring. But NYU, remember that time that I told you that I got into the school at France and then I got into yes. NYU and then I chose NYU? Well, there is a clear reason mm -hmm. as to why. At NYU, I was getting a degree in nonprofit management, mm -hmm. right? And if you remember, I wanted to get into a human rights um, uh, degree, mm -hmm. right? So, and, and that was the degree in France. And at NYU, it wasn't called human rights, it was called uh, public administration, which at the time, to be quite honest with you, I didn't know what that meant. <laughs> um, but I got into the School of Public Service at NYU. So that makes sense now. No. Back then I was like, okay, well, I just got into NYU. Yes. yes. But the degree was in nonprofit management. Mm, okay. So that's important because when I, I didn't, you know, what I got into that degree, but I, I, at the time, I wouldn't be able to tell you what a nonprofit was, <laughs> right? So I was getting a degree in nonprofit management, and clearly, much later, you know, I, I really became very well versed on what that means. But I was getting an education on what a nonprofit mm -hmm. was, right? So all of my classes were about. Uh, you know, financial management mm -hmm. and, and, and in regards to nonprofits and, and how to, you know, uh, nonprofit law as another class that it was about how to create a nonprofit in, wow. in New York mm -hmm. and another class about fundraising. So it was about teaching or, or us learning how to create grant proposals, which is what you need to do mm -hmm. when you have a nonprofit to have funding and money to run it. So I was getting an education on everything related to nonprofit, right? Mm -hmm. On one end at NYU. And I was getting all of my experience for big, from Big Brothers Big Sisters in terms of mentoring. Mm. And then, so it, both things were happening simultaneously. And at, at, at Big Brothers, I started getting that idea, right? So after my name, after, big, uh -huh. after Latinas on the Verge of Excellence. And then I got a very good mentor. So there's also people that come on your path mm -hmm that are there to guide you and that, that really that care about you, right? So uh, I mentioned this to the Deputy Executive Director at Big Brothers Big Sisters and I mentioned to her, I have this idea. I want to create a mentoring program for young Latinas. And, and she said, I'll, I'll guide you, I'll, I'll support you on how to create your first mentee applications and your, wow. your first mentor applications. So she helped me with that. So I got that support from Big Brothers Big Sisters. And from NYU, it was all on me. Mm -hmm. So that's one thing. I can tell you it was a lot of work and 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 but that's what I what I had to do. And what the first thing that I need that I needed to do from my um, perspective was get support. 
So what I did was I did a lot of research on what I thought, okay, I need to find the people that will be interested in helping me with my idea mm -hmm. of launching a mentoring program at NYU. So in my mind, I thought about the Latino studies program. I thought mm -hmm. about there's another department at NYU that is called multicultural programs. Um, and I thought, okay, I'm going to reach out to the directors of these people. So basically what happened at NYU and, and to your question about the, the role it played, it gave me all of the resources I needed, mm -hmm. right? So I started looking for departments. I started looking for faculty members. I started reaching out. I started doing my own research. I created a, a list of people that I, I had to reach out to and, pro, and kind of share my idea to see if I could get buy-in and supporting me. Mm -hmm. And with my name, now that it was real, right, mm -hmm. had a name, and then I created, a I created a description, right? So, and I made it real. Mm -hmm. So that's the thing. I, I didn't reach out to these people like, I have this idea, but no. I, there is a program called Latinas on the Verge <laughs> of Excellence. This is the description of the program. College students will mentor young Latina students mm. here at NYU. Very concrete, very kind of like a, a short business plan. Would you support me in giving me, you know, like I started looking for space. So I reached out to the departments asking to for the directors for space. Would you provide me space in your department so I can run the program? Mm -hmm. I reached out to the multicultural programs. I need to recruit female college students to be mentors. Would you support me in, you know, sharing information mm -hmm. through listservs and career centers? Mm -hmm. I started doing that outreach and two people responded. Wow. So the, the director of the Latino studies um, responded and she said, yes, she will give me the space. The director of the multicultural programs responded and she said, yes, I help you recruit the mentors. And that was the beginning wow. of that. And so after I reached out to many people, mm -hmm. a step, I didn't reach out to two, 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 <laughs> two uh, directors, but those were the two that answered mm -hmm. my, my emails. And and those were the main resources I got to get the program, you know, to launch it, mm -hmm. to get it off the ground. Uh, space and resources to recruit mentors at NYU. So that was for the pilot program, right? So Love first was um, kind of like a trial at NYU mm -hmm. that we launched a pilot program in uh, at the Latino Studies Programs uh, Department we launched this pilot project where we were we were able to recruit NYU Female College and the Latino Studies Program Director helped me to partner with a nonprofit that she knew uh, and students from that nonprofit from the Lower East Side, mm -hmm. young Latinas, came to NYU to be mentored by female college students from oh. NYU. So that's how it all happened. It all started, the outreach started the whole process in the fall of 2011. The first pilot program for love uh, happened in the spring of 2012. Wow, that's amazing. That's amazing. And I just loved hearing your resiliency and how you never gave up. Right. I, I hear personally that starting a nonprofit is very difficult. Um, there's a lot of steps. There's a lot of parts. And I it's nice to see that 
NYU, you got an education, but you also used your resources and you reached out to people. You probably reached out to so many, but you never gave up and two people responded and you started your program. Yes. Right. Um, so thank you for sharing that. And I, I love it. And I think that it is an amazing start to an amazing organization to what it is now. Yes. Right. So I would like to know how did love grow from now? You mentioned a pilot program that you partnered with a nonprofit organization and had college, um, college mentors and mentees. Right. So how did that grow that pilot program to an after school program, which is what it started off with love? Right, so we launched a pilot in the spring of 2012, mm -hmm. and I got the support also from an intern, because mine knew it, right? So I had my mentors, I had guidance from the Big Brothers directors for the mentees and mentors and all of that, the applications for the program. But I was, I also needed to have some sort of curriculum for the program. Mm -hmm. So I created a college, that's the first curriculum, the college access curriculum. <laughs> and I was teaching the, like, the class. Mm -hmm. uh, that pilot program, I, I was the teacher and um, I, I was teaching the, the, the love mentoring program at NYU. And I had an intern at NYU that was helping me with the whole process. So the reason I'm sharing all that is because in addition to having very it was very well structured so that and i believe in having a very strong foundation mm -hmm. to make sure that something can work very well so we had it was very well organized right so we had applications from both mentees mentors we also had an evaluation mm -hmm. um, that the both mentors and mentees completed and and so sharing that with you because the the assessment that you know we had from that pilot project was that it went very well meaning mm -hmm. we had a good amount of mentees we recruited a good amount of mentors and the assessment the evaluations they really loved the program so to me my thought was okay now this we need to i need i personally need to find a way to make this sustainable yes so how how can i do that mm -hmm. right so how can i transfer this pilot program to a nonprofit and make it a nonprofit organization that that was a lot of <laughs> <laughs> so remember that class i mentioned in nonprofit law so that class was all about how to create a nonprofit in new york city mm -hmm. and so i went to that professor and i told and you know <laughs> i asked for five 10 minutes she gave me 10 minutes of his hours and i said that and i said i i want to create a nonprofit. and she said if you need if you want to create a nonprofit, all you need is lawyers so mm -hmm. that yeah and i and she said there is an organization that is still our you know main legal advice today mm -hmm. but back then she said there is an organization called lawyers alliance for new york mm -hmm. and you can apply and see if they will take you as a client and they will help you incorporate. Incorporate meaning it means create a nonprofit in New York. And so she gave me that, and she gave me the name, and I did my research. And um, what happened to make it very short was that I applied. You needed to create a business plan, a more I would say a, a, a more extensive business yeah. plan than the one I had I had sent to you know in my outreach to NYU. So I created a. a a, a bigger business mm -hmm. plan for what I envisioned love to be. 
So I put that together and I got a meeting with Lawyers Alliance. Oh, yeah, so you needed to apply. So I applied and you needed to pay, I believe it was $300. Um, but if they accepted you, you become a, a, a client for life. Wow. So it's, it's, it's really great. Mm -hmm. So I never, I will never forget that I went, that was my first, first step to create love. And I went to Lawyers Alliance and there was, it was a conference room. It was like five lawyers and just me. Mm -hmm. And so I walked in and I had to kind of prove my, you know, my business plan. Mm -hmm. And they loved it. That's awesome. <laughs> and, um, and they, they accepted me as a client. Mm -hmm. They found me the best, the best law firm in New York. Um, it's Melvin and Myers, and it's here in Times Square. There were NYU lawyers, and I tell you stuff that you know it was such a fancy law firm. Going there was just a treat, <laughs> and they incorporated love in three months. Wow! Because it was flawless mm -hmm. the amount of paperwork that the irs asks you to incorporate an organization trust me is very very large mm -hmm. but these people knew what they were doing and so in, in three months love became a, a new that's problem. amazing yes and so as i was applying to lawyers alliance as I, as all of this was happening i was also looking like you said to how do i transition love mm -hmm. from nyu to an after school yeah Right. So I also had to think about the model. Mm -hmm. The current model was a mentoring program at NYU. Mm -hmm. What what will be the next model for love? So I thought, well, we can work with schools, mm -hmm. right? Because we're talking about adolescent Latinas and adolescent Latinas go to a school mm -hmm. and for me, high schools. But you're not gonna believe this story. And this is talking more about destiny. Mm -hmm. Years, and I'm talking about years before all of this happened. Uh, life is precious, NYU, Big Brothers, mm -hmm. years. Let's give it a number, maybe three, four years before. Mm -hmm. I read an article in Vanity Fair mm -hmm. about a woman who created schools to support young women in New York City. Mm -hmm. And I remember that those schools were all girls schools. And I remember that I read it in, in Vanity Fair, mm -hmm. the article. And I said, I had to find the name of the schools mm -hmm. and I had to find the name of this woman. And I don't know how long I searched for this on Google clearly because <laughs> I, you know, I needed to find the article mm -hmm. and but for, from Vanity Fair and I found it. Awesome. And I found it and I remember through my search that it was the Young Women's Leadership Schools mm -hmm. and that Aunt Tish had founded the Young Women's Leadership Schools. Mm -hmm. And I knew I wanted love to be implemented wow. at the Young Women's Leadership mm -hmm. Schools. But here, more serendipity. Remember that outreach that I did to so many faculty members? Mm -hmm. Okay, so here's how that worked also. I did some research on the, 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 the Young Women's Leadership Schools mm -hmm. and the board 
of that nonprofit. The Young Women's Leadership Schools belong to uh, the, Young Women's the Young Women's Leadership Network, which is the nonprofit. Mm -hmm. So it's, it is as if tomorrow when our love school is open, mm -hmm. so the love school is part of mm -hmm. the Latinas on the verge of excellence, right? Mm -hmm. So the Young Women's Leadership Schools are part of a nonprofit. Got it. Okay. Mm -hmm. The nonprofit has a board. So I went to the website of that nonprofit, the Young Women's Leadership Network, mm -hmm. and I went to see the board members. So one of the board members was a faculty member of NYU wow. that I had met with. Got it. And so I reached out to Pedro and I said, can you introduce me to the executive director of the Young Women's Leadership Network? And he introduced me. Nice. And I spoke with that director. And she said, and mind you again, this is a brand new program, very new program that we were trying out at NYU and now we want to try it at a, at a school. Mm -hmm. And the director of the Young Women's Leadership Network said, yes, I'm going to introduce you to our assistant principal at the Young Women's Leadership School of East Harlem. And she introduced me. And that was the summer of 2012. Wow. And I met with Colleen. And I told her about the program and she said, yes, you can run the program here in the fall. Wow. And that's how we transitioned love from NYU to an after school at the Young Women's Leadership School of East Harlem. Wow. So I was telling you about while this whole thing was mm -hmm. happening of incorporating love, I was figuring out a model for the next, for the for transitioning out and uh, love from NYU. Wow. Mm -hmm. And in 2000, in the fall of 2012, Love was an after-school program at the Young Women's Leadership School of East Harlem. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. Yes. And it's crazy how it all connected, right? Like yeah. you reaching out to a professor, uh, a, a faculty member that was a part of the board in that nonprofit is just amazing. And it's also really, um, you know, the education that you got from NYU helped you to get to to finding the lawyers right and for them to creating this uh organization right like incorporating it right um and i thought this was so interesting Claudia, thank you so much for sharing that and how love started off as a pilot program in nyu to what it is to, to what it started off as a, a after school program. So yes. I can't wait to for the, the next episode to talk more about that experience um, and our classes now and even more on your educational background. So thank you so much, Claudia, for today. No, thank you for, for giving me the time to talk a little bit about how it, it all happened. Yeah, because thing is that normally you see the the outcome, right? You mm -hmm. see what it is today, but the all the things that had to go you know yeah. into to make it a reality mm -hmm. normally are not being shared yeah right no, so i agree right and i <laughs> you know it's also interesting to me because uh you know working here at love it's it's always so interesting to see the beginnings right because we're here and sometimes we don't know like the process that it took to get here right yeah. and for it to blossom into the program it is now so doing this podcast i i enjoyed so much because i get to see the history of love so mm -hmm. thank you so much Claudia. no thank you for for the support and, and i really really love doing this with you so thank Yay. you so much awesome <laughs> and we'll see you next time yes thank you yes.